Hello, everyone. Jane here from Your Way Weight Loss. And today we're talking about changing your mind. Hi, Leash. Hi. How are you? I'm really good. Yeah, we're doing so good. We just had like, what, an hour talk together. <laughs> uh, we, we went before from, our talk. Yeah, we like went from one platform to the other. Like we were FaceTiming. I'm like, okay, see you on Be Live. <laughs> um, so we were just saying how we felt good about laundry about um our routine and do you think that this has to do with the book with the atomic habits like i feel like we've learned so much on making sure we prioritize the things we want to do totally agree and i think for me i was having this a moment where i was almost being like a teenager where i was being defiant in my own home and i was like i don't care if my laundry's piled on my bed um but deep down inside i really care right so just me admitting to myself that actually, Alicia, you are the person who has a tidy house because that's who you want to be. Right. So prioritize it. And for me, it's like, I feel, I don't feel overwhelmed right now, which is the, the number one, I guess, clue to tell you, you know what? Like things are good. Things are balanced. I know. Doesn't it feel weird? I, I'm like adjusting to this new normal of not feeling completely overwhelmed with work, home, like kids, you know, my own health, all of those things. I know. It's a good place to be. It For is. me, what has allowed me to do that is like the waking up at 6 a.m. is really allowing me good sleep and it's allowing me one full hour before being a mom. So that allows me zero guilt while I'm getting their things ready. And like also it's not the guilt. It's just because I, even if I didn't work from six to seven, I would still obviously do their lunch and spend six to from 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. with them. But to be honest, it's like I would be spending it thinking about my emails, thinking about like, can't you guys all leave so I can work now? Whereas now I don't feel that way, which allows me obviously peace in my heart and in my mind. Um, also, the whole like, First, same for me with the laundry. I'm doing really good things with my laundry. I don't feel behind. I don't know. Like right now, things are good. I mean, how long will it last, right? Oh, we're on this. We got this. We do got this. Um, so today, I want to talk about changing your mind. And this came up just because basically, I want to talk about the fact that it's okay to change your mind. The message today, ladies, is that sometimes we just choose to change our minds and it's important for us to say it out loud and to not hide and to say that we're struggling. Like maybe you're not struggling, you just changed your mind. Can we give a, a few examples and go with it? Amazing. So it is kind of like a fine, and, and it's a tricky thing when you are on a weight loss journey. Um, not that this is all about weight loss, but, but specifically when you're on a weight loss journey and you make a plan in your head and then you really are struggling, struggling, to follow your plan. Are you struggling to follow your plan or did you just change your mind? And I think that sometimes when we think about changing our minds, okay, oh my God, I just had a moment. Go. <gasps> Maybe we would rather say we're struggling than saying that we changed our mind because Maybe when we say we changed our minds and that we're not going to go and chase this goal or chase this new habit, it almost feels like we've failed. And if we say we're struggling, it's telling us that we're still trying. But you know what? Like, I think that the word struggling and saying that you're struggling is so heavy 
And it, it kind of takes the control away from you. I was just going to say, for me, that word also is shifting the ownership almost to external things instead of it being internal. And I think that we live in a time where women struggle with just, okay, we like want to do all the things we should be doing. Yes. And so I think that women are struggling to like be themselves and just like kind of put it all out there and be like, I don't want to, I don't want to do that. I don't care. I have a vagina. I don't want to cook. Do you know what? Mate, that's a whole nother podcast. The one about the things I think I should do. Yes. The one about what society is telling me I should do because I have a vagina. I know. So much pressure on us vagina people. (laughs) What is happening? Why is that? I'm like so upset. I use that sentence a lot actually in my life. I'm like, oh, so I need to do this because I have a vagina and you don't have to like, and it's sometimes it's so funny because I'm like very, okay, tell me, do I need to Google what is feminism? I mean, am I a feminist? uh, No, no, right. That's like extreme. Is that extreme? It is extreme. And you and I both don't love labels. Like I don't love labeling myself. I do for sure feel like I have, and you and I both have like feminist test, like, um, qualities. Oh, okay. 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 Yes. So basically at its core, feminism is the belief in full social economy. Economic, I have trouble with that, and po- political e- equality for women. I mean, I okay. believe in all those things. You um, know what? I was listening to a podcast about the expectations of women's appearance in the workplace versus men, and when you're, you know, high up in your as a business woman or or whatever high up in the company, and how it's perceived when you see a man that's kind of frumpy. Sometimes it's like, oh, they're so smart. But a woman is like the the their, the expectation is that women are so put together and so groomed, right? Okay, yeah. Because I mean, a man could look like shit, and we like it doesn't matter. Like we wouldn't think that they make less money or more money or whatever. But a like a woman entrepreneur should look very much put together to and have the, that status. Exactly, and the expectation mm-hmm. how we perceive not put togetherness and males versus females is very different. Very interesting, Alicia. Um, I love how you say um, it in French, though. Qu'est-ce que je dis? What do I say? (laughs) No, it's vagin. It's actually... (laughs) Vagin. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But uh, vagin, I mean, a vagin... I feel like I've seen, I've heard this in the English, like in a show or something. Oh my God, this is funny. Um, Okay. So I think that, why did I want to talk about this? This is me with Alicia. I'm like, I think we should talk about changing your mind because I do think that there is power behind, it's not about changing your mind. It's about saying it like, oh, okay. So basically let's say you're like, I you know, I want to lose 50 pounds. I'm sorry, before you actually lose 50 pounds, you don't know you want to lose 50 pounds. Let's just put that up there. But anyways, um, I don't think you can know you want to lose 50 pounds until you've lost 40. I couldn't agree more. Okay. So 
it may be though, you get, you say this to the world, you put it out there and you're like, I want to lose 50 pounds. I'll be happy when I reach 50 pounds. And I'm just cringing. Right. Cause I'm like, Oh, let's not like, let's not put a number to it. Let's just live our lives. Let's like chase other things than a number and then see, right. Cause you can change your mind. And often we feel embarrassed when we want to change our minds. And that's what I want women to feel comfortable doing being like, you know what? I had said, I want to lose 50, but I'm at 35 and man, I feel good. And I think I look good and I am changing that. And I'm, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to live this life and see, but that's hard because, you know, people are like, oh, I'm struggling right now to lose the last 10. But are you even like, do you even want to like, I know. And that takes away from what you already accomplished. And that's part right. of the reason, of course, why we really encourage our members to not have those specific number goals and just to focus on like, I'm going to be a healthier, happier human and see where yes. this takes me. Absolutely. And like sometimes, and that's why, you know what, Leash, every time we talk about procedures, whether it's your tummy tuck, my breast implants, like whatever, right? I don't have any, but right now I don't want any, but I'm, I always say after that sentence, I might change my mind though. And, and that is like, that's the power of like, I am in control of my body. And if I today don't want that, I could change my mind tomorrow. And that is my right. I, yes. I mean, uh, yes. And, and you, you say know, it all when, the time. You, you say that for your tummy tuck. You're like, I changed my mind. I don't want one, but I'm not saying no forever. Like I, I, I do know, say, you know? I do say that it's not no forever, but I know it doesn't feel right right now. Um, and I don't need to apologize to anyone for getting it or not getting it. Cause it's me. It is my body and I can change my mind. Absolutely. And that's what I want this message to be is, when someone questions your, you know, the fact that maybe you, you didn't achieve or di do something and even like to the smallest detail of like, oh, thought you were going to like to your husband saying, thought you were going to wash the floors, change my mind, <laughs> didn't do it. Like, don't want to do it. Change my mind. Not like, oh, today was such a busy day. And like, really, you watched Bridgerton. You know what I mean? Um, nope. Change my mind. I decided that I wanted to do this. And I think there's power of like just being you and like unapologetically taking control and, and knowing that you're in control. And also that also opens up the conversation with yourself of like, do I like the rewards of what I chose today? You know, like when will I wash the floors or will I ever, you know, I like think just I think it is important that we are using that language that is setting us up for ownership of our choices, what we want in the world. And it is important. I totally agree that we need to say, I changed my mind today. Like I wasn't too busy. I changed my mind. And yes. like you said, that opens up the conversation to yourself to say, am I happy? Do I feel great that I took my day to watch TV and not wash my floors? Yes. Okay. Let's talk about accountability and how, why accountability is so hard. And people think that accountability always needs to include another person. And that's completely false. Accountability is showing up for the things that you said you were going to do. And sometimes you have to show up when you didn't do. So either way, whether you do it or not, you need to show up at the end of the day and have that reflection. And I think that sometimes we avoid showing up when we did not accomplish what we said we were going to accomplish and just say, change my mind. 
middle of the day, I decided that I was not going to eat my planned supper and I was going to go out with my husband because he invited me and this is what I wanted, blah, blah, blah. Having that moment of, I decided to change my mind. I knew like I am in control of this. It did not just happen and I'm not just struggling. I changed my mind and you accountability is showing up. That's all it is. It's not necessarily always following through. That's Agreed. not what accountability is. Agreed. And people struggle with that. When do I go off my plan or when do I stick to my plan? That's hard. Yes. It's that balance of yes. do I always, you know, YOLO or do I go and show up? And at the end of the day, it's what's going to make you proudest and what's going to make you feel more like you're on the right, the path that you want to be on. Exactly. And what is going to set you up for the long term? Like, what do you want long term? All of those little choices. But it is a balance. Guys, when you're following a plan, if your goal is weight loss or your goal is like to have a tidy house or whatever, whatever plan that you're on right now, um, when you're going towards that, there's going to be moments where you can choose to go off plan or there's moments where you can choose to push through even when you don't want to. And that is a balance. And that is also part of life and experiencing. And I think that sometimes we're like, okay, I almost had a baby moment where I'm like, oh, geez, oh, cripe. We are one year in, in this pandemic. And we're like, we're like flirting with lockdown again. You know what I mean? And I'm like, I am, I was upset by this. I'm like, I would have thought one year in, we would have been, you know, further ahead. I don't know where we would have thought I've been, but like, let's go back to March, 2020. And just thinking about March, 2021, we wanted to puke. Like, what does that mean? What is that going to look like? And the fact that we're flirting with lockdown and that the whole world is basically still flirting or is in lockdown, um, is discouraging. Right. But then I'm like, look at the life that you've lived this past year. It's not about one year ago versus one year right now. This past year, we've still had experiences and we've lived, we've lived our lives, you know, in whatever form and whatever way we did it. But we like, I, it's almost like I didn't validate the last year and all the things I did accomplish and, and lived and experienced, you know, it's not just, we didn't just skip the last year. No, we like lived it and we got to do some amazing things. And, um, even with the restrictions, you know, we still got to do, we looked at our restrictions and we, we went on with it. We like, you know, created whatever summer that was going to look like for us. We created whatever gatherings that was going to be, you know, with it. And so I'm like, don't just say we haven't gone anywhere. Look at the life you've lived in the past year, you know? So it's almost like when people say, my weight's the same as last year. Yeah, but you just lived a full year. You know, you just had a year of experiences and food and fun and whatever. Like there's there's shit that happened there that that it needs to be validated as well. Oh, totally agree. And that, you know, that's just really taking that pressure off of the number um, can really, really help you guys to achieve that kind of freedom and that thinking and that way of owning all of your choices and not feeling like a failure. Right. Um, I, and I, I think, almost, I, go for it. I think that often when we are struggling, not really, when we are changing our mind, is when the thing that we're trying to achieve at that moment 
isn't actually deep down who we want to be. It doesn't quite align with our values in that moment. Like, so for example, if I had said to myself, okay, I'm going to go out to dinner and I'm not going to drink. And then I go and I look at the delicious, all the options. And I'm, I'm like, I am changing my mind right now. It is because I'm not the person that goes out to eat without having a drink. And also, uh, like, imagine how you're devaluing all of the things that are Alicia by saying, oh, if I'm struggling to not order alcohol, like you're not struggling, you can just change your mind. It's, it's more like the vocabulary behind. And I did a live on that on our, on our group, Alicia. And it was just about like, watch what vocabulary you're using, because you could also use a vocabulary that is not even fitting in the situation. So for example, sometimes I see people write things like, oh, you know, I lost 1.2 this week, really struggling to, I'm like, that is zero struggling like that. You really used a heavy word to um, define your week that does not fit at all what is happening. So your perception's off and you're I, using, yeah. This I was just going to say that. And perception is so important and it's so relative. Someone looking at you and seeing and saying, and you're saying you're struggling. People are like, are you really struggling? Yeah, no. Oh, perception is more than just important. I think it is everything. To be honest, I am like such a like advocate for just switch your perception around and you're switching your life around. You're switching your mindset. Your, your perception creates your whole damn life. I believe that. And I think that like, if your perception of yourself, your perception of your environment, your perception of your relationships, your friendships, your job, your health, your everything creates who you are. And you go to bed with your perception of it all and you wake up with it. And if your perception is shit, then that's the life you're creating. Like that is what is happening. Right. And also your perception of others. Oh, that's another podcast on its own. Like thinking, you know, what other people are going through and like just the perception you have of others is also, um, and also your perception of their intentions. Oh, so many fancy words, huh? So many things to discuss and even your perception of how people perceive you. Yes. That can be on the podcast about shoulds because so often we do things to appease how other people perceive us. It's exhausting. I'm exhausted for you guys, whoever's yeah, living your I'm life so like that. I'm exhausted by the like, should I do this because of society? Like, I this is how I live my life. If there is like a, a certain part of my life that I'm like, ugh, this part is like sucks and it it creates it doesn't create any happiness i like really do not go into the like well you know this this is how they say we should live our lives like they say we should do this or we should like example the whole cooking the whole like having your meal at the table like how many people how many moms do we hear they hate meal time they like with young young kids look they like hate it or example bringing they hate bringing their kids small kids to the restaurant then don't like you're not saving anyone's lives. Like then save that time with your husband because you dislike bringing your two-year-old with a freaking high chair and his like little milk bottle. And like, then he like, then you forget a diaper ends up shitting his pants. Like all of it, leave that little human at home and go and enjoy dinner time 
the way you like it and do not feel like you're a bad mom because you don't want to bring like, because, oh, the table next to you, they brought their kids there. Good for them. That does not bring me joy. So I, I don't do that. You know, and the I mean? ironic part is, is when we are living our life and doing things that we feel like we should, because that makes us a good mom. You're not in that moment. You're cranky. You're not like having this amazing moment with your kids in that moment. Like that's like if I took my kids sliding, I do not want to go sliding. I'm sorry. So if I went, I would be cranky. Mm -hmm. And how about I just spend time with them in a way in which actually fills my bucket as well? Absolutely. And it's just like potty training. Not not, like I don't care if Noah goes to school with a diaper. Like I, I'm like, you can, or, or his soother. I mean, Jeff's like, so when is it like no longer acceptable? I'm like, whenever he feels like, whenever I feel like it's the right time where that's him not having his soother is going to make me happier than him having his soother right now. That's not the case right now. He can have all of this. I'm not willing to like, like make him cry. Like, I don't care. Like, I don't care. And yes, people would be like, his teeth and his this. And I'm like, we'll pay for braces. Like, I don't care right now. I and and I can change my mind tomorrow. You can. I can care. And I think eventually you will probably change your mind about him shitting his pants still in, in a kindergarten. Yeah. Um, but uh, potty training. Oh, that yeah. is one of the worst parental milestones. I'm going to be really honest. Uh, I, I mean, I didn't do it with Dia. She just like did it. So I'm just going to wait for Noah to do the same. He, they're the, two kids are the same, right? That's what they all say. And I like potty trained what, what felt like for years because yes, exactly. my kids are yeah. so close and Phoebe yeah. potty trained bo- the year before Piper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Elfie was probably late because he's a boy. Because he's Alfie. He's also Alfie. Yeah, I didn't want to say it, but I mean, he's also Alfie. Things are, he, he likes to like kind of take it slow. Takes his time. Takes his time. I like it. Oh, man. Okay, so hopefully we gave women out there a chance or uh, I guess the opportunity to change their minds. Yes. Guys, it is okay if you want something different than you thought that you wanted, whether it's the last two pounds, whether it's cake at your friend's birthday, you can change your mind. We just ask that you own that you changed your mind, that you are not a victim of your choices, that you own all of your choices, say them out loud, and it's going to bring you Yes, it will. Oh my God. So refreshing. So uh, heavy. Like ça enlève la pesanture. Freeing. Freeing. Perfect. Okay. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Um, Please tell all of your friends about our podcast. You can find us on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook under Your Way Weight Loss or online on the web, yourwayoursupport.com. Bye, everyone. See ya.